0: Ready?
1: 930 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're not at the nursery today. Unfortunately, a little bit of a technical problem. Uh, yeah, we're, we're yelling from the nursery to the <laughs> studio. But uh, yeah, and then I know I asked you to turn me down a little bit. Can you turn it up a little bit? All right, so we're still taking gardening questions at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free. It's 866-308-8867, so we encourage you, and go buy Millburgers today. Uh, They are having lots of fun. They've still got the roasted corn. It's breaking Jerry's heart that we didn't get any. Um and, and I if think the p- you
2: did this on purpose.
1: Uh-huh. I was I was told by your family yesterday, I was get gonna, him away from the corn.
2: <laughs> I was going to buy your I know. Wife a corn and you too.
1: I know. Very and, generous.
2: And he's he said we don't do that. I said, "What? Why not?" <laughs> he said, "Corn is bad for you." I couldn't sleep last night because you <laughs> said that. <laughs> how, how many sick hogs have you ever seen?
1: I don't know, but they eat them pretty quick, and that's all they.
2: <laughs> I eat what them do, what pretty are the, what, quick.
1: What do they use that corn for? Is it to fatten them up a little? Or? Yeah. Okay. That's
2: what I'm doing.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> we're fattening
2: you up for the yeah. slaughter. Yeah. You know, I, like I tell my doctor, she said,
1: Let's "See what happens." Okay, and. Well, let's see. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, and uh, yeah, we're gonna. So, uh, Al, give me a thumbs up if you. C- okay, can you hear me? All right, let's see if you can hear the other guys. Y'all want to say something? Hello. All right, are you hearing? Hello, well, how guys. can I say anything when I got a mouthful <laughs> of oh, food? Okay. <laughs> I
2: can't hear. You. Wait, wait a minute.
1: I'm okay. Are you hearing anything?
2: Hello. I'm hearing me.
1: (laughs) Okay, so you're hearing all three of us? Okay, good. All right. Well welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Let's fix it. Trick or treat. Yeah, it feels that way, doesn't (laughs) it? All right, so where were we, gentlemen? Trick or treat. (laughs) Y'all keep talking. Y'all keep talking and I will get (laughs) your uh, I was
2: hoping that we'd have a treat of corn. We've got
3: peanut butter bread. Uh, no. Thanks to Americans. peanut butter crackers.
2: What's wrong? Hello. Oh,
1: now, were you saying your headphones worked? Can you hear you? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Okay.
2: I can't hear you.
1: I know. I don't oh. even hear me.
2: <laughs> oh, this has been a this has been an experience, an adventure in live radio. You've got to love it.
3: Well, you think we would experience everything after all these years? I know. Especially you. You've got <laughs> extra ten years, I <laughs>
1: think. All right. Well, just keep talking, gentlemen. You're okay. We, we got you.
2: I like to watch you, Mr. No,
1: don't watch me. Start talking.
2: <laughs> anyway, we get, we're back on the, on the beam here, and uh, I think we're gonna. Um, uh, give a surprise uh, uh, guest a little later on in the show and uh, we'll uh, start talking stuff that we didn't talk about yesterday we covered Purple Heart pretty good and uh, they got a picture of it in uh, yesterday's paper right below Calvin's article (laughs) and I I guess it looks better in in color, right? ...transplanting it, which none of them died. I don't know how you could kill a a transplant of Purple Heart. Uh, I I have a very rocky front lawn because the tree, the uh, bases of the original trees that were there, Uh, the root ball is above the ground a little bit. I guess guess it grows naturally that way. And so rather than disturb the tree, uh, they just left, they didn't put any soil over that area. And so it's solid rock. (laughs) Rock? Well, it's loose rock, but it's... In my opinion, it's solid rock.
3: I'm not as much in love with Purple Heart as you are, but <laughs> I just remember it from that uh, droughty year. I can't remember what's maybe yeah, it was uh, yeah. 2012, where where uh, we had a loading s- section at the office, <laughs> and every you know every load of you were you were trying to mobilize so that we had something that would grow in the drought and oh, something yeah. people could get excited about huh? you were trying to get it spread around all around the city and <laughs> nurseries and so we had that loading area <laughs> and the next thing we knew the loading area was spread <laughs> four or five times as large as a pickup truck like
2: uh, the fishes and the loaves right <laughs> yeah, it was it was just
3: just kept kept growing and uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, the, uh, and it was on top of the ground too. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Trace always talks about <laughs> that that uh, people would bring in <laughs> uh, bunches of uh, uh, sacks of that uh, purple heart, <laughs> and uh, I didn't get I didn't get any uh, c- uh, uh, pr- uh, positive feedback from that, except from the people that had it. And were thanking thanking us for promoting it, <laughs> because people were coming by and stealing uh, cuttings. All you had to do was break p- uh-huh. them off, and they were stealing cuttings and knocking down the planting of uh, purple heart. That
3: was kind of follow, probably following your example <laughs> because of all the raids you made on uh, pl- uh, plants yeah. that were. Uh, interesting or valuable for uh, star- starting new plants. Yeah.
2: Well, the the deal was, <laughs> all you had to do was drive around town and see what was living, and there were trees dying, but under those trees was a very pretty bed of a purple heart. So that that sucker's uh, almost like a cactus. But anyway, getting back to my era. I, uh, where I have an outcropping of rocks under the trees, I couldn't even dig a hole around them to plant any type of vegetation, and so I just took purple heart cuttings and stomped them into the into the rock. I mean, they they had to just be in contact with the rocky soil, and uh, I watered them a little bit once or twice, and they, that bed is now still living at my front entrance to the house, so uh, it's it's a very versatile plant. But yeah. I, I think people are, like like I said, people are overcome with it because nothing kills it except a cold weather, and they, it just knocks it back to the ground. Yeah.
3: You know what else is doing really well now, which kind of surprises me because it's always temperamental and it's a little early in the season the spinach is doing really well
2: hmm. oh yeah. yeah this is perfect spinach yeah
3: the transplants of course though, that, we're, that we're used to are looking good from the nurseries and yeah and they're in the nice have nice four root, inch, roots four and a half root inch. stock yeah and so they're responding to that uh, oh, cool change weather. of weather too yeah cool weather i was debating about uh <laughs> yeah you know, I have a dozen plants, and I was kind of debating. Well, I should be able to have, get a harvest out of that, and because we we kind of worry about the amount
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. of
3: of uh, spinach plants that's required to keep a family oh, yeah. in spinach is quite a few more than uh, <laughs> than uh, kale or uh, oh, yeah. chard or any of those
2: because they won't mm-hmm. eat that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, you don't. You, you, you generally don't mix that with spinach.
2: Well, I take that. They do in salads quite a bit,
3: yeah. though. Yeah,
1: the little. Yeah, they got that the, baby spinach. The baby spinach, the little baby yeah. spinach. That,
2: they, have, they have to get rid of that kale some way.
1: Oh, okay. Hey, we're going to try to take a break. Uh, 210-308-8866. A break. You know, Let's see what happens. <laughs> you know, we took one a minute to go. We've got to play some commercials now. Okay. Uh, let's see. We'll be back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Milberger's Garden, in South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867 is our number. Trick or treat? Yes, it's definitely <laughs> no, it's just it's just a treat right now. Or trick? Just trick? Just right trick now. Huh? Yeah.
2: So I uh, think you did this to keep me away from the corn.
1: All right, you start talking. I'm going to see who's calling.
2: Me. <laughs> anyway. Uh, we're having technical difficulties. It could be a, it could be a Halloween thing. It could be spooks or, or ghosts in that college.
3: What's that April 1st? April Fool's Day, though. It's, yeah. uh, it's, <laughs> it's not like that. But,
2: <laughs> but anyway. Like they it.
3: were maybe having too much fun at the yeah. mail burgers uh, to have us, let us participate in Boy, it. Well, they were having,
2: having a yeah, good time yesterday. Oh, gosh, yeah. All yeah. the kids. Yeah. And, <laughs> And lined, Pumpkins, yeah, and balloons, or oh balloons? yeah, and the balloon lady. And, <laughs> and, yeah, it was, it
3: was, it was fun.
2: We, oh, the, oh, the balloon lady was busy all, all day. Long. I
3: like the way they're doing the, the train thing now with the oh, zombies. I <laughs> don't, I
2: don't like. It's that. <laughs> it because you get it hurts my self-conscious, yeah. <laughs> that that the uh, driver gets them to scream loudly.
3: Yeah, uh, identifies us as zombies, and then says, and as it goes by, there they are, the zombies. And so they're, ah!
2: Is that what they're screaming about? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, I thought they were worried about me I, getting my BB gun out. I didn't mind the zombies part. Uh-huh. It was when they got personal. Uh oh. Look at the old zombies on uh-huh. the porch. It's like, what? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Yeah, that was kind of hurtful. Anyway, there we were.
2: Like I said, everybody was enjoying. At least they're waving. Yeah, they were waving. The kids
1: loved it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Jerry, not so much. Well, I think who, who put it up to him? Trace put it. Yeah, up. Yeah, Trace trained. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he trained the driver to tell him.
2: But uh, that, yeah, they were getting a kick out of it, and we had the corn to our left of the booth. Yeah, and it was wonderful. Uh, Kevin went down and got us. We're going to have, a, have
3: to have a. He'll probably have to have a
1: statue of the corn. Or yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's, then, he's forgotten all about plants except for corn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you have any corn questions, can you answer corn questions? Well, you said there were that was not
2: nutritious. The it, corn. It, was. it
1: has nutrients. It, is
2: calories, so yeah, it has calories. lots of calories
1: and starches and sugars and yeah,
2: oh. all of the stuff that makes it taste good. Okay. Well, that's all... <laughs> yeah, that's uh that that corn. People don't realize this, but corn at this time of the year is unbelievable. I mean to, to have corn at this time of year, especially. Uh, sweet corn, which I think that, that is. That stays sweet. Yeah, that stays sweet.
3: Well, Dave, Jerry and I talk about this every time we have a wonderful sample like we did yesterday yeah. and, and today at Millburgers. In the old days, <laughs> you know, if you if your corn s- sat around or even in the refrigerator no, for yeah. three or four days, it lo- lost a lot of its appeal. Nowadays, that, that corn is <laughs>
2: it's great for... Seems like several weeks. Uh, yeah, I don't know how in the world. Uh, I knew they were working on corn uh, to preser- to uh, make it last longer, but that corn is at its peak. Yeah, the uh, versus and uh, the people that used to sell sweet corn, uh, uh, fresh sweet corn, uh, would harvest it in the mornings, uh, so it, while it was cool. Supposedly cool, and uh, get it. A, I think they would put it straight into refrigeration, hmm. and then sell it out of the refrigerator. Yeah, and if you, day.
3: if you were a consumer, even even at the supermarket, you look for the corn that was picked the same day or the day before. Yeah. Or, or or you just had to put up with the sacrifice of quality.
2: Yeah. I imagine this corn is, what is it, coming from Florida or Mexico or something? No, I don't know. It's not coming from around
1: here. Okay.
2: Even though it's sold at HEB.
1: Yeah, it was HEB sweet corn, he yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. The interesting thing, too, it's in when they're roasting it. I know this is thrilling for our listeners, <laughs> uh, but they uh, they have the roaster and it goes around and around and they don't take it out until it is charred black. And they seem to have some if it's if it's black, it's ready to take out because I was watching it. She would let lots of them go by until it was kind of like this, this black as these microphones. And mm-hmm. then she would take it out. So it was just kind of oh
2: they're it they're, wasn't it wasn't they're, based I don't they're think, roasting it at
1: H E B no they're roasting it at, at Mill Burgers. oh oh I was okay. watching her and I thought oh, well may, okay. maybe it's based on time you know like you bake brownies or pecan pie oh. for a certain amount of time really? if you know the uh, the uh, <laughs> the size of the pan and then um, you take it out when it dings but this one she was just watching and, and oh this one's like black and charred okay I take it out
2: yeah. I know uh, Malcolm Beck used to <laughs> enjoy having uh, us out for the first corn of the season, and he would put it on the barbecue pit. Yeah, and uh, that's good. I, see, I can't remember if I—I <laughs> th- I don't think he put it in foil. He just—I think he threw it on the grill. Did he really?
1: Yeah. In the sh- in the husk
2: or in the husk? Okay, that's in all the they do at the ro- yeah. in the
1: roaster. Yeah, is that it's right? not in foil. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Uh, and the problem you had was when you got that corn out. <laughs> it was very hot. It was hot as <laughs> hell. In well, I mean,
3: it was. Yeah, <laughs> the, did you see the gloves on the crew. Yeah, yeah, they had the yeah. industrial. It
2: looked yeah. like fireman's gloves. Yeah, it's it's hot in that. <laughs> that husk is. Uh,
1: was it hot when you bit into it? Well,
2: yeah. It down you, down had by to, then. you had to let it cool down. No, I meant I meant
1: it. yesterday's corn.
2: Oh, no, it was perfect right. yesterday. Okay. I, that's why I let Calvin go get it, you know, that so was it'll nice cool one. down.
1: Okay. All right, so what else is going on besides <laughs> corn? No, no corn for us.
3: Uh, well, let's, let's see. On the, We mentioned that the, the spinach is prospering. Um, we haven't, haven't heard much about the uh, okra. I, I think it's still it's producing, but they're not smaller. getting any size. You yeah,
2: know? the smaller and get harder quicker. Uh, which it's supposed to do? I mean, uh, the day length is shortening and uh, temperatures are cooling, and of course, okra is a, almost a tropical plant, so it it likes hot weather. And peppers,
3: peppers, peppers!
2: Oh yeah, everywhere
3: we I got. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah, I got your Rio Grande Gold Woo. and uh, banana yeah. and several good. types of
1: jalapenos. Um, Are these left over from the spring, or did you replant them?
3: No, I. they, they were those that I planted in the spring. Oh, okay. No. And luck, luckily, uh, y- Yolanda and her her family, Yolanda's home <laughs> health aide, uh, that she she keeps harvesting them and uh, using them because I'm i kind of overwhelmed by that many peppers.
2: <laughs> Does she like the mild ones, the real um, to
3: go? She takes it. They some some of her family must because okay. she takes them and they they use them. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think jalapenos are her,
2: their favorite. Oh, Yeah. And serranos too, probably. If you got serranos. I haven't got serranos. Uh. But uh, yeah,
1: uh, Those and peppers I, are good for you. Full of vitamin C and. No, they got sugars and. Not much.
2: Uh, <laughs> not like your
3: corn. Oh uh, yeah. Carrots. Carrots are are coming up well. Uh, still, I haven't I haven't seen any uh, lettuce yet.
2: Mm. No, yeah. but uh, the, the, if you, if you want to know how well peppers are doing now, come uh, come over to Millburgers and look at their ornamental peppers. I mean, you can't see the yeah, leaves. they're beautiful, aren't they? They're beautiful things. Uh, I'm surprised more of those are not used for Halloween decoration. Maybe they are, but uh, they're colorful and. Uh, and really put on a show at this time of the year. But, uh, and Rio Grande Gold puts on a show at this time of the year.
3: Well, you know, my rutabagas have come out, but they're not putting on much of a show. They're
2: they're pretty plain, yeah. They're taking a while, huh? Yeah. Now, you mentioned spinach early. We had an early batch of spinach. And uh, one of our growers, our main growers, sold out big time and uh the uh i talked to the grower and he he said i think next week or the week after that uh there's a new batch coming and uh so i, I was wanting to buy some to take down south but uh <laughs> it's interesting that's a we that was kind of uh, uh open to discussion when we first put spinach transplants on the market because some of our learned colleagues said well that's ridiculous to put spinach on the market uh, because you can grow it from seed and that that's, that's been a most popular we've never had to promote that except the first year and from then on people people what well, love spinach transplant?
3: Yeah, you know it. W- it was easy to grow from seed up north, <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It? It's not easy to grow from uh-uh. seed here.
2: Because I guess it's so temperature related. Yeah,
3: and it was kind of erratic. So, you know. Oh if you, yeah. If you could make a exact <laughs> measurement of the
1: <laughs> ideal time
3: of the soil temperature and the air, I guess yeah. you could. But. Then, then, of course, you've got the timing of when, when the harvest is going to occur and
2: everything. Yeah, and the neat thing about this, this spinach that you buy in the nurseries, uh, Dr. Larry Stein furnishes the seed, so it's all improved hybrid seed. So uh, it, it's a fast-growing, good, good selection of spinach. Uh, I think we, <laughs> it all started with one called coho. C O H O.
3: Yeah, that's I remember cool Yeah, we were yeah. for a long time.
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, Dr. Frank Donello, who is since retired, but used to be. Well, he started out as research uh, horticulturist at uh, Uvalde. I knew him well. And then he, <laughs> and then he went on to bigger and worse things at uh, College Station, uh, and then retired over there but uh he was the one that first did all the work with spinach in the in area garden era, uh, toward uh Uvalde and Crystal City but uh he was he was uh, knowledgeable and fun to work with oh yeah big time and he was uh <laughs> he recommended those varieties coho and uh, green green yeah. magic Calvary no, that's a, a spinach. Yeah. I mean, that's a broccoli, uh, yeah. green something. But uh, oh, okay. and we'll the, 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 we tried. We started with those. And Is we, Ashley one too? No, no. Huh. But, well Ashley has come along later, oh. and uh, the spinach you buy now probably has an Ashley label on it. Yeah, but it's not Ashley. It's it's a it's a
1: comparable hybrid. Today, actually. Alright we're going to try something we got Ray on the line, Butterfly Ray Monarch Ray. Oh good. So let's see if we can get him on the line here. Ray is it working? Can you hear us? Uh oh I'm not hearing Ray. Okay uh, that may be Ray, Ray, Ray
2: <laughs> Well I've got some good news for Ray Okay <laughs> I was all excited uh, last week when I saw the uh, a news release from uh a and m
1: with actual
2: with monarchs <laughs> no oh. <laughs> talking about uh, well,
1: hang on a sec Ray, are you back? No <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> talking about the uh monarch uh p- migration has finished has has come through and they're fi- finished, and so I said, well, this is good because now we can just leave our tropical milkweed alone and let let it bloom till the end of the season for the other butterflies. And and then Calvin had to throw cold water on it because they had a beautiful picture of a butterfly with the article. And then Calvin had to throw water on it and said, now this is an A&M release, by the way. Uh, that that wasn't a monarch butterfly. Well,
1: let's do this. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to find out if Ray had a monarch butterfly <laughs> in just a second. All right, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment with Milburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Let's see if we can try with us one more time and get James on the line. All right, James, you there? No. <laughs> All right. James, are you there? No. Trick or treat. Trick or treat is right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Where were we? Hang oh, on, yeah. James. We're going to keep trying.
2: <laughs> we, were, we were talking about that, that uh, the Aggies had misplayed or oh, Ray's, mislabeled.
1: Ray's listening, too, so if you want to tell him okay. about his his pictures. <laughs>
2: they were mislabeled it uh Monarch. And this is highly un- unusual for Texas A&M to Henry. have a mistake like that. <laughs> but that's the same uh, butterfly that uh, that uh, Ray was calling uh, Bonnard. And I find that t- to be very interesting. I don't think Ray's a Aggie, but uh, uh, anyway. The Aggies got it wrong too, so you're in good company, Ray. Uh, don't 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 worry about it. Even even the Aggies make mistakes every now and then.
3: And, and I know Ray Ray was probably going to give us a report, but the uh, Jerry and I were talking about the the monarchs are finally showing up in some numbers at Milburgers, and then in my neighborhood we've got quite a few butterfly gardens, and they're they're finally showing up the queens have really been lots of queen yeah, butterflies yeah. and lots of gulf fritillaries if you got any of the uh what what's the one the, the 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 flower cherry that the uh,
2: vine uh the uh, you're talking about tropical milkweed
3: no no the, vi- the vine for the gulf fritillaries. oh yeah um uh, p- starts with a
2: p <laughs> oh the, I wish the one that's blooming blah, yeah. wow.
3: <laughs> I, I wish I wish Ray, Ray or James could get on the phone we 've got technical difficulties but that but uh those those three species look a lot alike in terms of the that orange color
2: yeah
3: and then and they're in kind of the, this time of the year there 's all three of them in large numbers on on most landscapes, especially in the San Antonio area. Um, so you could see all three but there were there was an article was talking about an article they were uh, so, so one author was uh, speculating that they they were going to not stay long yeah, they'll be on, on the way yeah and i was th- trying to remember whenever they if they had ever followed anybody's orders before I, they have a tendency to kind of do what they want and uh, well, they, l- linger
2: sometimes they, and wouldn't, leave fest. they wouldn't have if it hadn't been the Aggies there, oh maybe I guess Yeah, yeah you, you know the Aggies control everything
3: I thought of them as maybe because they wanted to stay <laughs> around here because of the appreciation of the orange color by, uh,
2: by the UT, University of Texas there you go there you go Graduates, but anyway, that's uh, that was interesting.
3: You know, then uh, another thing we've talked about a, l- a little bit in uh, the dianthus, and I, oh, yeah. my my article next week I think is going to concentrate on the dianthus. It's really kind of uh, unexpected uh, in terms of the uh, appeal of the. Uh, Dianthus plants to the to the butterflies as a, po- a nectar source. Oh yeah! Gosh, they were just covering <laughs> the thing. And I I planted a few uh, trays at uh, in my garden too, and they I didn't, way, you didn't huh? you didn't even have to get them out of the you know you just got, <laughs> unloaded the
2: trays and they were right? they were finding those. Uh, well, you know, Dianthus is a small carnation, so uh, the the old uh, the old timers used to. Bu- Bit dry, uh, used to grow those uh, taller carnations for cut flowers yeah. and dried flowers and everything, but of course our breeders have uh, made them smaller uh, to fit into more areas. And uh, so, and didn't didn't Trey say that uh, some of our some of the help out there can smell uh, a fragrance? Yeah. Which which they should have being a carnation. Yeah, uh, but. I, <laughs> needless to say, I haven't noticed. Uh, that. I, I haven't had. I haven't noticed the fragrance of them yet. But uh, anyway, I've, I've noticed how tough they are. Yeah, sweet
3: peas are coming up. I, of course that doesn't mean that they're going to
2: successful. Yeah. Uh,
3: get the bloom because well, they they're, if tem- been, they're a little bit temperamental.
2: Yeah, if you've been watering them. And the weather is perfect for them.
3: Yeah, they do like this weather. So I
2: don't. I don't think. I think they'll bloom. Hope later. so.
3: I hope so. Yeah. Once they get they get about a beyond a foot. Yeah. Then they're they're home free. They <laughs> they're in charge. After yeah. That.
2: That's the way. Uh, sugar snaps, which I always oh yeah, they're to they're those. up too. Yeah. They, I've noticed that they uh, they act like a climber, a climber bean, but uh, they have to get. Twelve fourteen inch high of the vine or running up the mm-hmm. cage or whatever you got them in before they before de- declare blown, declare we'll their commitment yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh once they get past that early stage, I don't know if that's juvenility or what's that called, but uh
3: boy their yield is high if Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, especially on, on a year like this where you can control the water and there's no hard freezes. Course we're into let's say well, November next week, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh we
3: thirty first is the is Monday.
2: Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. And so <laughs> anyway, uh speaking of uh of of unusual plants and the Aggies, I got this uh deal from uh Brian Starks, who is a a communications person, and he says, researchers aim to squash the spread of Rose-Rosette disease. Good luck. Huh? Yeah. Did you see that? Have you read that? No, but you brought it up one time. I can't (laughs) remember what the follow-up was. Well, (laughs) The uh, Texas A&M Agricol- Life is leading the t- team of researchers to alleviate the estimated ten million dollars in annual disease-related loss to the rose industry due to rose rosette disease. Now we're not that shook up about it here around San Antonio, because but up in Dallas of Knock Fort on Worth. wood. Knock on wood. Yeah, up in Dallas and Fort Worth, they're been wiped out, they've been wiped out of roses. All of them. All of them don't have, any of them have resistance. So, and so they, uh, David Byrne, they quote uh, ex-peach breeder, fruit breeder, David Byrne with a PhD said, our the goal of our latest project is to meet the increasing demand for carefree and sustainable roses that require fewer inputs are resistant to, uh oh, biotic. And abiotic, <laughs> I guess that means. Uh, uh, uh,
3: David was my PhD advisor. Was he? David Byrne, yeah.
2: Well, um, I, that's one I, of the I, way you
3: kind of emphasize yeah, his emphasis. Hadn't moved to roses, then it was yeah, all, all yeah. peaches.
2: <laughs> and have high ornamental quality, uh, says David Byrne, Ph.D. The uh, <laughs> the you, you know what got David into roses? Need for
3: uh, no. Opportun- there was some opportunity for
2: research. grants, huh? money. Uh, yeah well yeah he, opportunity yeah opportunity uh anyway uh he he is the uh recipient of the chair of Ro- in rose genetics uh that is co- was co-sponsored uh co-sponsored by uh Dr. Basie, who used to be a retired Uh, professor over there in math, I think he was. And uh, he, (laughs) he, uh, Dr. Basie, came up with a rose, came up with several roses, but the one we remember him for is Belinda's Dream. He's the breeder of Belinda's Dream rose. And uh, (laughs) the new project is called Developing Sustainable Rose Landscapes Via Rose Rosette disease education, socioeconomic assist- assessments, and breeding RRD, re- re- Rose di- uh, disease. All right, guys, I think we, we're up
1: against the break here. We're going to get you caught up with the news. Um.
2: It's good to hear from you, Milton. <laughs>
1: I would go. I had to
2: cam. I would, uh, uh, no, no, I would no. put it on my milk. Look of despair. Oh, okay. <laughs> even, though right. he,
1: even though he doesn't have corn. Now I know, the corn would help. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Back in a moment on 930 a.m. This is the answer. Uh, We're back with Milberger's
0: Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on nine thirty AM the answer.
1: And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on nine thirty AM the answer. All right, we're we're are getting closer to <laughs> You're just got, a
2: genius for this stuff, I think that?
1: we got uh <laughs> I think we got everything going here. There you go. So uh Hey, uh, Ray or James, give us a call real quick, and let's test this out. 210-308-8867. We'll test it out one more time. 210-308-8867.
2: But anyway, what excited Dr. Byrne and got him to change from fruit trees to uh, roses was uh, this grant from uh, Dr. Basie and also uh, their new project, Developing Sustainable... Rose landscape via rose disease education, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, with stable black spot resistance, received four million dollars. That's stimulated in funding from the USDA Specialty Crop Research Initiative. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna recall some. Uh, projects that uh, received considerable amount of money uh, he, that uh, uh, didn't I, work. <laughs> well,
3: I I knew this was coming.
2: <laughs> remember, remember the fire ant thing? Oh yeah. Uh, they were going to going to eliminate the fire
3: ants. Well, there was another one much earlier than that. <laughs> cotton root
2: rot. Oh yeah, cotton root rot. That, that's that was the first one. That was the original one.
1: All right, y'all ready for fun? Yeah. Yes. All right. We're going to test this out. We got Ray on the line again. 210-308-8867. three zero eight, eighty eight sixty seven. Let's see how this works. Ray, are you there?
4: I'm here. Can Woo-hoo! you hear hey! 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 All right. What's hey! going on, Ray? See, I I know I know what the problem is. I know I know I know what the problem was. That uh, the the phone gods. We're angry <laughs> at, at Calvin for saying I didn't have the right hey, phone. That's track. exactly right. And all the Aggies, too.
2: Do
1: not mess with those phone guys.
4: <laughs> I do not mess with those phone Yeah,
1: guys. we'll have to send Ray the, uh, the the release I got from A&M. Dang, no, I was that. really,
4: I was, yeah, send that to me. Send that to me. <laughs> uh, I'm getting an echo on my phone, just FYI, of my own voice. That's crazy. Oh. Um, Isn't that neat?
2: Uh-huh. They do that to us sometimes. I love oh, okay. to hear myself.
4: Yeah, I'd like to see that that report from ANL, but anyway, uh <laughs> man, it these now that now that uh, Calvin was able to, you know, make me understand how to identify the monarchs. God, they are beautiful.
3: Yeah, and they're starting beautiful. they they finally got to uh, our neighborhoods in some numbers in San Antonio in this area. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm getting a lot of a lot of the monarchs. I'm getting the uh, the, the black swallowtails. I'm getting the yellow swallowtails, and just all kinds mm-hmm. of little bitty butterflies. Yeah,
2: too.
3: lots and lots and lots of different
2: uh, varieties. Now, Ray, do yeah. you expect us to believe this? <laughs> I got to take pictures. Yeah. Right? There you go. Okay.
1: <laughs> well, did you see the pictures you sent us? Yeah. Of what? Of the monarchs. monarchs. Yeah. Of okay. The monarchs. Okay. Yeah. 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 But back yeah. yonder.
2: Back before Calvin sprung the,
1: sprung the no, 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 just, yesterday, just recently. Oh, I sent them to you yesterday. Okay, my yesterday. my
2: uh, my computer's been broken for the, about the last week.
3: Yeah, he had he had uh, lots of monarchs in action. He didn't yeah. obviously did not whisper uh. to them like you did. <laughs> but they looked, I yeah, they get, looked I had, good. Look
5: good. I
4: had three of them out there on the on around the bush, but. Never three at one time on the bush. I couldn't get a picture of all three of them. It's like they were territorial or something. Only two yeah. could land on that bush. Yeah, you, right. know,
3: you know, we had a at Millburgers, We had the giant swallowtails, and there were three or and at one time four, yeah. four that were um. kind of wrestling, good natured uh,
2: uh, for two uh, dog three, fights two yeah. or three weekends in a row. Yeah, same one. Wow. wow.
4: <laughs> well, no so they're only going to they're only be here like another week or two and then they're off.
3: Well, that's what they that's what they're trying to predict. <laughs> that, that that's the pro- one of the problems with monarchs is that they kind of do do their own thing. <laughs> and then if they wait too long, of course they get there the chances that they'll get caught up in some bad weather are very uh very likely and that reduces the population again. All
4: uh. right. No. Maybe I ought to pull that lantana up so they they hook it to Mexico. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, start uh, going around with the speaker. Come on, I know this is a wonderful garden, guys, but move on, move on.
2: Now, Ray, if you're interested in taking some good pictures of all three of those on the same Uh bush, I can help you with that. I can work with you, Ray. Uh, How's that? To where you you can have spectacular pictures. Of a number of monarchs on the same flower.
3: Are you saying you, can, in your current physical condition, you can <laughs> whisper with those?
2: Yeah, uh, I think so. If I can find my net. Oh, you can talk to them. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. yeah, and make them sit there and flap their wings and. Be I don't. Happy. I
3: don't know, Jerry. You got to look at uh, Ray, Ray's pictures. Uh, they're pretty. They're pretty good. P- huh? Pretty good. Yeah.
4: <laughs> they, very very I think, good. I, I think. Uh, Milton probably has him on his laptop, Would you be able to show,
2: yeah, yeah, I'll get him from okay yeah yeah well we we appreciate you going through all the humiliation that you did uh, earlier
4: i uh, I'm just happy that that I was able to actually see some monarchs, so it, it's a good thing,
2: yeah, just be just be grateful for the uh <laughs> education
1: see right don't need a,
4: yeah, I got some education too, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. You take care. Right, look okay. at this one.
1: Thanks, Ray. Here. Thank Ooh, you, right. Ray. Ooh, you yeah. That's pretty. All right. See, they like him, Ray. <laughs> all right. 210-308-88-67. You saw this one, too? Yeah, hey, I these, saw These two? Oh, ones? my goodness. Yeah, I'm telling you. Ray knows what he's doing. you sure
2: he didn't whisper to them?
1: I don't know, but I think I don't think he did. Hey, real quick while we got a second, I want to remind you. Uh, the San Antonio water system, we are in stage two water restriction, so that means... That starting on Monday, if you're 0 or 1, your address ends in 0 or 1, you're able to sprinkle uh, (laughs) from 7 to 11 a.m. or 7 to 11 p.m. You can uh, use the sprinkler out there in your yard. Now, if it's 2 or 3, that would be Tuesday. If it's 3 or 4, no, 4 or 5, that would be Wednesday. 6 or 7, that would be Thursday. And 8 or 9. On Friday. Yes. Way to go, Calvin. (laughs) All right. You can find out all the rules uh, by going to saws.org forward slash stage two. And there's lots of good reasons. Keep your yard looking good. Be a good steward of water. Help our infrastructure stay right. And you know what else? Avoid getting those fines now. So oh we never did find out. Mark didn't call us. So uh, <laughs> okay, we'll find out from Mark what the scoop is on how all that works. But uh saws.org forward slash stage two. All right, two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven, two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, what else is going on? Here?
2: <laughs> anyway, I after I got this uh news release <laughs> I uh sent that to my my buddy uh Neil Sparrow. Because I know I knew he was uh, really upset about this. Well, as as everybody is in Dallas and Fort Worth, really upset about this uh, <laughs> rose rosette the disease. It's wiping all the roses out, and the only the cure for it or the reaction you need to take to it, if you see the see the symptoms, is dig the rose out. I mean, there's no spraying it or. Anything else to take it. So I I sent uh sent Neil this write up and told him that he didn't need to worry, that uh A and M is on the job. And and then uh Neil writes back and says, Oh Jerry, you of little faith you've already they've already used up a, a five million dollar grant and I'm still left, left with very little to encourage my readers and listeners who want to grow roses. <laughs> all I could think about was how did they convince USDA to give them four million dollars more to continue researching this topic? And where are the cracked research scientists from all over the world who have great financial and scholarly inter- interest in roses? And finding the world whirl around for or the problem, uh, for our RV. Always sending out in the field at this time. It's pretty much the same team that played the last game. We lost that one by some, son, Sooner's, not like, uh, like score. Uh, <laughs> that he uh, said... <is> <laughs> I was amazed by this news release, and how Black Spot got evaluated, elevated into all of this. It's like we're reaching for a cure for COVID, while we're at it, while we're going to try try to solve hangnails. Oh, by the way, did you guys, did you guys, did have a four million dollar grant to develop Gold Star Esperanza? Did. And the the point he's making is, all of the Texas superstars were never funded by a grant. Um, so, and the uh, <laughs> the problem I have with this Rose Grant was uh, I knew Doctor Basie and uh, Greg Grant, and I went to visit him. He had uh, um, had uh, dementia. He was uh, succumbing to dementia, and he had forgotten (laughs) everything—everything that he knew, I guess. And Greg and I went by to visit with him. And uh, you
3: guys probably fit right in with
2: (laughs) him. Yeah, and uh, Greg was going to ask him to further explain uh, how to develop a, uh, how to breed a thornless rose because he's he's interested in Thorn. And Dr. Basie had sent uh, Greg a written, handwritten uh, letter describing how to do that. And so Greg was going to ask him some more about that letter. And... uh, Doctor Basie couldn't remember sending him out oh, of that letter, oh. even even when he gave him the handwritten
3: letter. Yeah, Did you, was Greg ever able to follow up on that?
2: No. Oh gosh. Well, I, I I think he was fooled around with it a little bit. Oh
3: yeah, i mean i know it's a challenge, but gosh, that sounds like an interesting project, for, oh, especially
2: yeah. for Greg. Yeah. Yeah. how's he doing on his PhD work? Uh, I got a note from him the other day, and um, he's. Finished all his coursework, had a 4.0 average. Wow, hmm. that's good. Yeah,
1: and uh, couldn't quite get a five. Huh? That's a shame. <laughs> couldn't quite get a five. was working on a five,
2: but now all he has to do is to do the research, which is, I think he's already got a start on. They, at his has his he place. picked a topic? I don't know.
3: Oh, but that 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 would maybe be a worthy topic. It, but, it would be because you don't even have to. Be successful, com- completely successful, but a complex, challenging task like that, if you can mm. make some progress, oh, yeah, it really would be that a lot.
2: But anyway, we were visiting with Dr. Basie, and uh, he said, you know, I was, I was visiting with uh, Dr. Byrne and some of them over there for, that I gave him some money for, and uh, and said he talked about the way to cure that cure the disease is cross the roads genetic splicing or engineering with something that doesn't have black spots like Johnson grass and Dr. Basie was kind of scolding himself he said I don't know why I never thought of that and I said I'd been in the background the whole time I said because you have a brain Dr. Basie <laughs> Hmm. And uh, so, anyway, they were down. They were trying to bull, bully him oh. into re- was that, was making this, them. Convinced. Was this
3: the time that you irritated the hell out of Doctor Burr?
2: <laughs> I imagine, I don't know if you he ever heard that story. Oh, I thought I had
3: heard, <laughs> but uh, somebody else relate that.
2: I got the uh, bragging on a Belinda's dream. How many it sold, and how everybody loved it, and. Uh, most people could enjoy the fragrance uh, <laughs> special <but> <laughs> people
3: <laughs> or young people maybe. Mm-hmm. maybe
2: but he says well I've never seen that rose that's I'd, a sad story I'd, I'd, I'd like to get one of those well I happen to have about 20 of them in the back of my truck and so Greg, Greg and I went out there and got him two of his own roses that he didn't remember
1: Okay, don't don't go down this road anymore. It's just sad.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was sad, right. and it, I, and the reason I went down, you, this road, you know,
3: it's the same, it's the same road that we're you did, going there down.
2: You
3: go. <laughs> and it's it's not name? an unfamiliar road, Milton. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that sad. Oh, okay.
2: What road am I? <laughs> <laughs> what direction sure. am I going? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I was aggravated that they had presented that to Dr. Basie as a way to cure something that he'd worked on all his life, that's black spot on roses, to cross it with Johnson grass.
1: That doesn't make any sense. Well,
2: Uh, that's right. Well, if I can figure it out.
1: Uh, Well, be be careful now.
3: It could be more complex. Are there
1: uh, lots of other examples of Blooming flowers being crossed with grasses and uh, stuff? No, but there's, cra- there's
3: crazy. But you don't know, you know, when you get a third or fourth hand, oh, you, know, okay. you don't know what the actual statement was.
1: Okay.
2: That was the actual statement. He says that have crossed it with Johnson grass.
1: All right, well, just hang on to that thought one (laughs) one second. Hey, I want to uh, remind you, too, when you head on over to Millburgers to check out the tree hugger sprinklers. uh, If you're looking uh, to, uh, on your water day, to make sure that tree is uh, kept healthy and happy, you want to um, get the tree hugger sprinkler at Millburgers, it's a cool thing. There's three different sizes, 7, 11, and 15-inch. And it has a little hinge on it, so it opens up and then closes and hugs. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Very good. We, Al, you're, you're...
2: That's the way plastic sounds.
1: Oh, going. is that the way Okay, that's a difference. Okay. Well, Al, I'm afraid we may have a sound effect uh, genius in here. I know. Al's, Al is, is very upset. You may, you're may you going to put him out of the sound effect business. But you open it up and close it or hug it around uh. the tree. <laughs> and you were doing great until you closed it. Um, and well, then you, it's a different sound. Uh-huh. It sounded like you were burping.
2: <laughs>
1: so, okay. And then you um, can control the amount of water. So That's right. How
2: do you control the amount of water?
1: Well, you do it differently than the tree hugger sprinkler people uh talk about it. You control it from the from the sprinkler or and turn the, it up a little bit. The little,
2: yeah, you do it to...
1: differently. Do you do it from the uh faucet? faucet? Yeah. Should work the same way. Yeah. And apparently right. it does. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so the tree hugger sprinkler will uh sit there and efficiently water the root ball so uh or if you're trying to water something else you can turn it up higher. I use mine on my grass uh which is really cool. I'll have to do it tomorrow on my watering day. I
3: wonder which uh regulation method has a better uh result with the our calcium problems oh i don't know you know it may not there not may may not be any advantage to either no. one but
1: but I suspect there is well it's a hard plastic thing too, so I yeah. think it's uh, is uh it,
3: but you know if you if you you do a lot of watering especially if you limit the yeah flow. On, with our water, with all that calcium and other yeah. stuff in there, you you quite you know after
2: a few years you'll get a no. So and it's, it's the, just a, just some It's just
1: yeah, a consideration.
2: The orifice is a lot larger.
1: They you, say a drip. You
2: know, have have you checked the orifice nope. on that? Yes, thing? I have. Have you? Uh huh. Don't you notice it's larger
1: <laughs> than what?
2: Than a drip irrigation. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. So. Check out this for yourself by going to Millburgers or HEB. They both have them. And uh, the best bet is to get that in town. You can go to treehuggersprinklers.com to learn more about it, that treehuggersprinklers.com. Yep, it's a cool device, and I'm glad everybody's liked it. And I, like I said, tomorrow I'll be using mine because I can just do a little bit. I just kind of keep moving it because I'm I'm watering very deeply, I hope, the... The, uh, the grass.
2: Yeah, I don't so. expect it to rain tomorrow, do you? No,
1: no, I don't either. So, All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain. And welcome back please to please No Burgers Garden, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer: two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So give us a call. We'll test out that line again, but I think we got everything working. So two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven.
3: In time for the end of the show? Huh? <laughs> well, so
1: mid mid show, yes. Yeah. We'll be positive. It's the the, I think the show will. is half full. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when
3: you we're uh, half full of it. When you analyze uh, after what, I think twenty three years we've been doing it, there has been been very few. Um, yep. Periods when we. It's always one button,
1: as Jerry said. He w- and he was right. It's just one button. <laughs> uh, was that a Jerry King thing? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Just one button that wasn't pressed. So uh, let's see. What are you guys? We talked some veggie talk. What about? Did you ever find all your stocks? Do we have not the stocks? The oh stocks are the real uh, fragrant ones, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to. I went ahead and uh, bought some of uh, Milberger's stocks that had had been. Uh, Chewed on by uh, the beetles. Oh, is that right? So we're t- we're kind of testing to to see if they're going to recover and uh, get going to bloom. The stocks are surprisingly uh, uh, tough. To s- I mean, sen- sensitive in terms of uh, preparation. They're a little bit like our spinach, Jerry. Mm-hmm. They they like they need the weather cool for to germinate, and they need a certain amount of sun. And then they're they're and temperamental slow growers yeah, too. Yeah, but they, these these lo- these are looking pretty good. They're uh, f- filling out. The foliage that had been chewed by the beetles is filling uh, filling out. So I'm looking forward to it. I I kind of rate them. You know, we've thought we joke a lot about the the all those flowers that have re- really a light fragrance. Mm-hmm. But there's some that have a real <laughs> you know, that even us old people uh, are able to smell. <laughs> that uh, stocks are one of them, yeah. really, really a potent, beautiful smell. Uh, sweet peas, um, and uh, those those are the two. Oh, alyssum.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh,
3: yeah, uh, those are the three three that come to mind. But there's a number, a couple of others too. That yeah, when he
2: when he loaded when he brought those stocks in, and put them. They put them toward the front of the nursery, and uh, I smelled them when I walked by the cash register. I mean, they were—they're strong.
3: Yeah, they're very nice. But not nice cut flowers. Not
2: like a the daffodil or the or cemetery iris. That's really fragrant. Um, I like uh, even almost much
3: a, more potent than yeah. pansies and things.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, but they. And the pansies are, are responding to this weather. Oh, are they? Yeah, and the violas. Mm-hmm. Jerry and Judy's uh, favorite violas are are doing well. It's funny how quickly they. Oh, yeah. They respond better when it
2: goes. Yeah, that's funny.
3: Exactly. Um, looks the, uh, cyclamen.
1: Yeah. They're,
3: yeah, and then they're they're going fine. They're doing well. They like the weather too. Um, the, the one thing I, I worry about them a little bit is if you get, I well, he included. The gardeners have a tendency; they're so beautiful. You have a tendency to kind of enlarge, try to enlarge the planting area and get it into more sun. <laughs> and it's okay if it's nice and cool. Yeah. But if we get any of those uh, ninety-degree days <laughs> left, they they they're not like it that very much. But, gosh, they're hard to beat. That's and over. And you you, you like the the you like the white the best, or you just like it with the
2: some the, of the other colors. Well, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, as I was walking up, they they're in the shade over there on the shade cloth, and uh, that that's why white just jumped out at yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty spectacular. <laughs> but uh, but it's it's neat to mix it with like yeah. red and white, of course.
3: I've for several years I've been just doing the purple. That's my favorite yeah, color. Yeah, that's pretty too. Uh, but this year I went ahead and did uh, planted some whites with it too, kind of in uh, blocks. And okay, yeah, good. Of course, the the good news is you can't you can't hardly go wrong with uh, cyclamen. No, uh-uh. and uh, but they're they're available very uh, available in large numbers. They're did you say
2: they have fragrance?
3: Not that I noticed. Oh, no. okay. But what you do. But you 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 kind of bang this on in my head is you want to be ready just in case there's oh, uh, yeah. some weather where the forecast is below uh thirty degrees twenty eight degrees if it's a shelter spot but um, yeah. not because they're overly sensitive, but once you knock the, those flowers off they're so slow- they're so slow to rebloom yeah. so so it, it, yeah. you you hate to when you when you get used to having that bloom every day and you <laughs> you pay a lot of money for the, yeah. the bloom. It, it, a simple te- a simple cloth or fabric cover really usually does the job. That work. And you, you you and a lot of times because you're you, the way you use them in kind of rolls in beds in the shade, you know, like in front of the house and everything. It's easy to easy to cover them with fabric. Yeah, Just, and have yeah. it ready, have one specified, and that, that really uh, goes a long way.
2: Yeah, the the when a nor I don't think we've had a true norther come through yet. Uh, Not this year. But when usually when they come through, they come with wind. Yeah, and right after the wind, it's probably at night, and the wind stops dead stops, and it's clear, and that cold get <laughs> uh, comes in there and uh, will freeze those plants back. Well, it won't freeze the plants back. It'll freeze the blooms off. The worst thing is if it's freezes hard enough to get the blooms and the new buds that are coming mm. under the blooms. Uh, it, ta- it takes those out, it's taking everything out, so uh, you'd be better off to... Could to cover? It's easy to cover.
3: Yeah, after you've got gotten that scented mortgage, so <laughs> you can afford to <laughs> to plant them. You, you well, hate you hate to give up that that bloom. Well, so they'll bloom. They'll have a bloom every single day. Oh, yeah. Up until eight towards the end of April, if uh, you can protect them from that. Oh yeah. Minus twenty eight.
1: And you said there's a bulb for them, right?
3: Oh, they they're on kind of they're i don't know they i'd call it a, 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 a it's kind of a it's on a base hmm. uh, kind of a what i what problem I have with them sometimes is if you plant them in containers and you got the squirrels and the <laughs> possums hmm. and the west highland terriers <laughs> jumping from you know chasing each other and jumping from <laughs> container to container it doesn't sound they,
2: like he's got his squirrels and island terror under control no oh,
3: no you're right uh, <laughs> they they the uh, that connection there breaks so yeah it's a uh, i don't know if there uh, i think there's some other plants are like that too but but uh, that that is an important uh, joint right there and you know yeah. once it breaks you oh all your guts are Root stock that's going to take about two years to grow back if it even grows back.
1: So let's see. I'm going to look at the weather. Uh, are people should people start bringing things in and protecting them because it was like 55 this morning, wasn't it? Yeah, cold. Yeah.
3: Oh, I think. Cool. Well, hopefully they got until Thanksgiving.
1: Okay.
2: If 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 they haven't uh, brought their house plants in, yeah, you know they got them on the patio or whatever and got them close to the house, uh, they'll take a light to heavy frost and be all right, especially if you cover them with that uh, material, that uh, cloth material. Yeah,
1: this would be a good time to get cover, it. Well, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, let's see, so today's low was 48. Tomorrow's uh, 54, then 57. 50% chance of showers on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty-eight on Wednesday, sixty-five on Thursday. At
3: four, forty degrees is kind of a key
1: temperature. Is that the below forty, or when it enters the forties? Well, well, below
3: forty. Okay, 40, yeah.
1: it's forty-seven. I, Next I, Sunday, it is and, time,
3: and a bunch of plants. Yeah. And
2: the hibiscus. Even. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Bougainvillea.
2: But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good to have that. Poinsettias. That, that Should I bring the poinsettias in? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's good to have that uh, cloth uh, already cut and available. Now, uh burgers sells it like a, like a rope. I mean, it comes on a on a, a, a large spool, mainly because uh, they they're manufactured on a a large spool uh, to put over put on the back of a tractor and cover strawberries and things like that that they want to give them some protection. So a uh, mower has a large spool and can cut you a length that you need so measure your, your bed and tell them I forget how wide that thing is 42 inches? Something like that. But uh, uh, it'll measure the length and figure out how m- how long you need it how much you need uh but uh that that's a good way to sell it uh we used to sell it uh especially grow web the name one the grow web um uh, and uh in packages mm-hmm. and the packages cost more than <laughs> than the material so selling it off of uh a <laughs> off of a spool uh, in large quality, you can sell it very reasonable. When we first put that on the market, uh, I'd go over to uh, New Brothels, give garden talks over there, and you know it's a heavy German population over there, German descendants. And they're sort of frugal, to put it mildly. And so, <laughs> so they were asking... Well, how much does that cost? And I said, point oh five cents cents a foot, square foot. I said, can you afford that? And, <laughs> well, how much does that figure out that I need to spend? Yeah. I said, well, the neat thing about this is after you use it on your garden, you can uh, take it up and uh, wash it. And use it to make dresses out of, and use that during the summer. Okay. And they said, "Well, that's a good. That's a good deal." I said, "Yeah, good deal." So you, you've got to appeal to all audiences, I see. <laughs> Once I said you could. I understand that that frugality. I'm there.
3: (laughs) uh, Well, they do the the fabric you can use several times, especially if it's oh yeah it's uh, measured and made custom for a particular particular beds. Yeah, they Uh, last
2: well. They they make uh, let's see, we sold it as Grow Web, and I think the really thin one is sold as. uh garden seedling row covers but they also have one called that's thicker uh called uh it's got it's thicker i don't think they have that on a row though mm. but anyway it's a thicker thing uh pr- probably grow not grow web but anyway, uh, uh, you can ask for that one other than a thin cloth, and I, that shouldn't be a problem uh, covering those cyclamens and things like that, because we're it's not going to stay on for a long period of time, and we're not concerned about uh, the light penetration through the thing. We're, we're concerned with the with a uh, cold penetration but uh, we want something that's not so thick that it doesn't release the cold temperature that it gathers under the uh, cloth. See, the problem with plastic, it it, uh, it locks in the heat, but it also locks in the cold that accumulates Mm -hmm. under there, and that'll freeze the plants rather than if you don't have an extra heat source under there. So plastic won't work.
1: And do people use the k- big cardboard boxes, too? Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, let's work? see.
2: Who was telling me about Mary it? Mary
1: was talking about it.
2: Yeah, that's right. Putting the cardboard yeah, over the boxes citrus. over the citrus. And yeah. I've
1: seen people in our neighborhoods do that when it gets, freezing. they'll put it over over citrus or smaller trees and it's big hard, boxes. hard to store. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could break it down, but
3: and, yeah, tape it back but, up. yeah, they work well for once or twice.
1: Yeah, I imagine if it's raining and cold, <laughs> yeah, you're that's in trouble. a problem. But
3: if you got, you know, if you got spare spare space in your garage, that you can use those quite a bit. I got a lot of space. And, in and my if you garage, got,
2: it's toward the top of yeah.
1: the garage. <laughs> no, then it'll work out just fine.
3: <laughs> the one, the ones I find most challenging are the are the citrus, uh, the lemons and the limes because mm. they're they're not a not a shape that's easy to
2: cover, yeah
3: yeah and um and so you you have to and then you have to use uh heat so often, oh, so there's that complication yeah. you got yeah. your wires running across and but of course the the plants are worth it, but oh yeah, it is uh it is quite a challenge. <laughs>
1: Let's take this opportunity to take a quick break, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Head on by Burgers today, lots of stuff going on. Uh, oh, man, I hear the corn is delicious. I'm getting some reports back I on the corn. it is. Sure, <laughs> rub it in. Why aren't you out there
2: explaining to all those people that are gobbling that corn down uh-huh. that it's not healthy for you?
1: Okay, I don't think they believe me. Um, but uh, we've got that We've got the face painting The balloon artist And lots of fun today uh, For Halloween The terror train You may have heard that yesterday Aww. During the show So all kinds of fun And a pumpkin patch Be back in a moment With more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas On 930 AM The Answer They're and they're kooky, Mysterious
3: and spooky They're all together spooky. The Al's family Their house is a museum
1: when people come to see them, they really are a scream. The Adams family. Neat. And welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 9 30 a.m. The answer. One more reminder for you uh, we are in stage two water restrictions. Uh, SAWS wants you to remember that, the San Antonio Water System, because uh, it's important for you to become a uh, and stay a good water steward. Water on your designated water day. Use your sprinkler during the times that um, are uh, required. It's uh, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 7 p.m to 11 p.m. and uh, you can find out all the information as well as a lot of other great resources for conservation as well as gardening in South Texas and all that good stuff at saws.org uh, lots of great stuff on there but uh, saws.org forward slash stage two that's a lot of the stuff that we've worked on yeah, through the years absolutely um, so uh you can uh, check out Saws.org forward slash stage two to learn more about that, when your watering day is, when you can hand water, all that good stuff. Saws.org forward slash stage two. And stay a good water steward and avoid those fines. Have a healthy, uh, you don't want a healthy fine, you want a healthy yard. 210-308-8867. I think we have Danny on the line. Danny, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
6: Great, guys. Thanks for being there. Yeah, well, look. I, uh, I've i got two bags of uh, wildflower seeds. And uh, I should have planted them or, you know, sown them in uh, early October.
2: What kind of seed is it? Wildflower. Oh, okay. Wildflower. Yeah. It's a selection. There this you
6: go. From that Ladybird Johnson place. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's good. Okay. So is it too late to plant them? No. Or sow them? No. Every because of the drought and uh, lack of soil moisture, uh, most wildflower plantings, especially bluebonnets, uh, have been delayed for about uh, three to four weeks. Uh, the wild seed farms didn't even <laughs> didn't even plant <coughs> bluebonnets until about a week ago. Because they said it, oh. it would be a waste of their tractor fuel uh, to go out there and try to disk that hard hard land, and and, and no moisture in the soil to bring the say seeds up. So you're you're right on the money. Just uh, sow it in uh, uh, where it's got good seed to soil contact. Uh, in my yard, that's that's everywhere. Uh, and and uh and if you can on your water day uh moisten the area. In other words, put a sprinkler out there and let it run for two or three hours between seven and eleven. Thank you. There you go. On your
1: day. Yes sir. Uh,
2: on your day and uh Not club. <laughs> And uh that'll get you some soil moisture there and uh then you can plant your wildflower seed are are they in a package yeah a quarter pound quarter pound okay that's good good amount a lot of, uh a lot of people recommend that you mix that seed into into some sand maybe a i don't know quarter of a sand, quarter of a, a bucket of sand and mix all that seed in it so you'll have have some of that Small seed will be mixed in with the sand and uh, you can spread it better evenly. What
6: I've had good success with in the past is I would uh, actually get fairly dry uh potting soil. Okay. And and I would I would mix that quarter pound into like three pounds of that stuff. That's good. And Mix it up real good and then you aren't real worried about dispersion of the fine versus the larger seeds. Uh, it go. works out real well.
2: Yeah, that'll work. But uh but be sure that uh the soil that you sow it on is got deep moisture. Thank you for that. Okay. Can I get one last cookie? Sure. Yeah, have you got Delphiniums in that uh a lark oh, spur. Lark goodness spur. gracious. Have you got a large spur in there? It, you bet.
6: I don't have that listed. Oh, it's got like 70
2: seeds. Okay, okay, it's, okay. It's I bet really you really diverse. I bet you large spurs in there. Sounds okay. good. Good luck. Is
6: it okay to transplant some aloe vera this time of year?
2: Aloe vera? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh unless it freezes you could do aloe vera it's kind of like a cactus all the time uh, okay it's uh well
6: i thought so. yeah
2: but, yeah uh, but uh, i didn't uh, want to get caught with a mistake no oh, well, oh who would ever want to make a mistake <laughs> i'll turn you over to al over in our production room. <laughs> yeehaw
6: <laughs> <laughs> okay guys Oh,
2: Thank, a million. Thank, Thank you you, you sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All
1: right, that'll free up a line. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867.
2: You haven't forgotten the number. I have not. Well, that's good. Same
1: number, whether we're there <laughs> or not.
2: <laughs> the, mo- the most commonly asked question at this time of the year is, will will my lawn come back? No. I not watered or, or you should kind of let it. Go dormant, so to speak. That's another word for dead, Milton.
1: No, uh, dormant uh, and dead aren't the same thing, are they, not. Calvin?
3: Uh. <laughs> no, but I, uh, I'm getting lots of, of photos of, oh. and then uh, also the um, get the get the question. I don't know, you know, is this fungus? Or is it grubs, yeah, and then they don't think as much about the, the dry, dry weather, weather huh? but then they, then they say, well, I, you know I went ahead and um, applied this uh, insecticide oh. and this pesticide, this uh, disease, <laughs> and nothing's happened in two weeks. <laughs> you know, so wait a minute. Now, just let well, this stuff catch up. We're we're in the middle of a, a drought here, and then we've got you've got plants that are changing their how they're they're growing, and so you're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna see an immediate uh, transition for any of those things.
2: And one but, good thing about adding all those uh, insect- uh, fungicides and things, it will uh, slow the decomposition of the dead grass quite a bit. So you'll have a nice. You're
1: not helping.
2: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want. If they've already done it, I'm just trying well, to. Well, a lot cheer of cheer them
3: up. A lot of the pictures I get, uh, I you know, if I had to make a bet, it would just be it's just dry because they're they're along the sidewalk, yeah, and they're on the slope. Uh, <laughs> now, a lot of those sims, symptoms could also be uh, chinch oh, bugs? bugs or something like that. Um, but the easiest way to tell is just give a couple of generous hand, you know, watering. Uh, it just has, doesn't have to be a big area. Yeah, just to, just to see. You just want to see that if that's what's causing it. And with if you do about every other day for three or four days, it should be pretty obvious.
2: Yeah, The sad thing about this drought and heat is that it killed the chinch bugs, too.
1: No, oh, it did. Yeah,
2: it was so hot and dry; it killed the damn chinch
1: bug. What about the grubs?
2: No, they're underground.
1: But but if the <laughs> if the the blade is not green, is the root still edible and all that? Or well, the, and if it's dead, as you say, <laughs> well, the,
3: the, the, the problem with grub, grubs are that they um, they are they don't well they don't kill the roots to begin with, but they no. but they really you really can't treat them right now. It's no. kind of it's so late. And they're not—they're not actively eating any of the plants, so they're not consuming your uh, insecticide. Mm. <laughs> so we always tell them, "Well, put it on your calendar for for next May." Mm-hmm.
5: But,
3: oh. they, but they forget.
1: Speaking of which, <laughs> um, with the temperatures that I read you earlier, isn't there a, uh, a weed killer that does better in cooler temperatures? No.
3: Is one that to- <laughs> to- to- tolerates
2: a <laughs> little <laughs> cool. Okay. I, love, I love the look oh. Milton's face. I, Ay,
1: well, you you are always talking about it. <laughs> weed, Be gone? No, weed. weed, weed away. Weed, I must weed. I must
2: weed. Yeah, that that's for cool weather. Is, yeah. Uh, not over at the top. Weed, uh, weed plus, or wait a minute. Not we'd be going.
1: No. <laughs> It'll come to you. It'll come right. two o'clock. This is
2: gonna be a tease. I'm gonna be calling yeah. you at two o'clock, Milton.
1: Next week we'll, we'll tell you the names of
2: uh
1: <laughs> what is it? It's uh We Free well. Zone. We freeze Zone, that's it. And you can use it in cooler temperatures.
2: Yeah, cooler
1: temperature, yeah. Okay, but it's okay in hot temperatures too. Uh, no? Up to a point. Up to a uh, point. Uh, okay, yeah. so you want it in cooler temperatures. Yeah, yeah. Up to a point
2: and uh, that that's when when the temperatures get uh low uh things like roundup and uh, so, uh some of the sedge chemicals uh nutgrass will uh re- act very slowly if at all even even something like uh, uh Fusillade or Grass be gone, yeah, grass be gone, okay, very slow to grow, so because if you why is it why is it is slow to grow because the plants are slow grow
3: the problem with is of course that uh the grass be gone and the fusillators wor- works better on grasses than than it does on the broadleaf weeds, which yeah, yeah. which the uh that other chemical we talked about
2: yeah weed free zone, so you, can, you want yeah you to want, go, you can uh,
1: sleep through the night now,, <laughs> yeah, you want to review the <laughs> review
2: the labels
3: so yeah you, because quite a you know, it's quite often we'll have somebody talking about their the problem and then they'll they'll be treating uh, <laughs> treating uh plant disease with yeah. grub insecticide <laughs> or or the the usual thing is the lack of water with yeah. with uh herbicide.
2: I think the weeds. I said this to somebody the other day. The weeds are growing slower too because of the dry weather.
3: Hmm. But there,
2: if we get some rain, yeah, that's what
3: I'm with you on that. If they will <laughs> come up quick.
2: Yeah, because they like the cool weather. Yeah, yeah,
3: they know. Yeah, they know how to utilize yeah. opportunity.
2: <laughs> but anyway, our 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 uh crack uh, chromo- uh our person at A and M that presents produces uh, weather or predict predicts the weather says this is gonna go through
1: into hope, uh, into twenty
2: twenty three. Yeah, into twenty twenty three. So
1: So on January second it'll be over? Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> the uh one thing we might have to do especially on new trees or trees that have been planted for less than two years. Uh, We're going to have to choose, pick and choose, which ones we're going to stimulate, going to carry through this drought and uh, get your your tree hugger sprinkler or figure out some way to slow soak those root zones. And uh do that at least once a week during your water day, yes, and uh
1: <laughs> hopefully we stay in stage two,
2: yeah, yeah, and even if in stage three I think you you'd have the same hours, yeah, what, I don't remember what, what is it, or maybe it's once a week
1: well, it's once a week now, yeah. Well, hopefully we don't have to find out. <laughs> but, hey, we are just about out of time. No. It's true. Are so. they
2: bringing the corn?
1: Yeah, you just stay here. It's going to be here any day. Any <laughs> yeah, day. I'm
2: stand off front.
1: Any minute now, yeah. <laughs> stand right.
0: off front. So
1: we are going to get ready to say goodbye, but we want to thank everybody for listening and putting up with our technical difficulties. And, of course, thanks to you. Uh, for listening, thanks to Alden. A great job. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you next Saturday and Sunday over at Millburger, 1604 on Road on 930 a.m. The Answer.